Good evening. Tonight we are covering five scary black-eyed children stories. This is a topic I've wanted to cover for a while, but just haven't for some reason. Also, I'd like to thank my new Patreons. Names are on screen now, and I hope you enjoyed my Patreon-exclusive story. Also, subscribe if you're new. I do want to try and hit 2k before the end of next month. Anyway, without further ado, here are five scary black-eyed children's stories. I hope you enjoy. It almost felt like a dream. I woke up to my dog, Lucy, barking. She was upright on the bed where my husband and I were sleeping with our 22-month-old daughter, staring at our door like an unknown stranger was out there rummaging around. I thought she was just freaking out over a house noise. We'd only had her for three months and she was still a puppy. It could have been anything, our roommate, a creak from the house settling, the awnings moving outside in the breeze. I wasn't too concerned initially. I decided the best bet would be to open the door and show her nothing was there. It sounds a bit silly, but it's what we do with our daughter when she gets scared, and I figured it should work with a puppy too. I opened the door and she raced through the front door. She stood there, snarling at the door. It was an angry, violent growl, one I'd never heard her make before. I looked groggily at her and opened the baby gate blocking the doorway, planning to open the door and show her that everything was okay. The second my hand reached for the dead bolts, Lucy went wild. She started barking and jumping towards me, and when I touched the metal, she suddenly changed her temper. She whimpered, almost like she was afraid and backing down. As her mannerism changed, so did mine. I wasn't calm anymore. My heart was racing and sinking at the same time. I had been flooded with a mixture of fear and dread. I looked through the peephole. I can't explain why I looked, but I did. And outside were two kids. One was just a smidgen shorter than me and didn't look much younger. I'm 21 and she looked to be 16 or maybe 17. She was slender and pale, her hair was a long shade of honey blonde, and she wore it long, about mid-back with long, thin, blunt bangs in the front that covered most of her eyes. She wore jeans, a light wash that's popular right now, and a thin-looking olive-coloured pullover-style hoodie. She held the hand of a small girl, who looked to be around three or four, in the same style jeans and button-down ivory cardigan. The smaller one looked at the floor shyly, but had the same shade of hair, tied back in a ponytail. She held a stuffed toy under her free arm, and it was identical to one my daughter has, as was their style of dress. Had it not been for the feeling of overwhelming dread and fear, I probably would have asked these children in and given them some tea or hot chocolate to get them out of the bitter cold. Something about them seemed off. At this point, I hadn't made any noise. I hadn't shushed the dog or grumbled. Nothing. I hadn't turned on any lights. These kids had no indicators that I was at the door. The older one spoke. She had a voice that was mature, confident, strong, and accentless. She held her head tilted downward, and I couldn't see her eyes. She said, We have to use your phone. I stood frozen in fear. How did she know I was there? She raised her head to face me directly, 
and that was when I saw her eyes. There was a reason I couldn't see them through her bangs before. They were black, or midnight blue, or a dark, dark purple. They were otherworldly. She said our mother is worried. As someone who always been interested in creepy stories, I knew what she was the second she looked at me through the door. I have never been one to believe in these things, as a staunch atheist and skeptic when it comes to the paranormal. I had written off many a ghost story from friends and family members eager to tell their tale. I didn't believe it, but still I couldn't rationalise my way out of this. I was standing with nothing but a thin wooden door between me and a black-eyed kid. There was no question what was right in front of me. I did not answer her. Slowly and silently, I backed away from the door, Lucy still cowering at my ankles. She kept talking. Just let us in to use your phone. I took another step back, and with that step, the tone changed. At first, she seemed polite. When I took that second step back, she became commanding, almost hostile. We are not going to hurt you. If we wanted to do that, we would have broken in. I'll ask again, may we come in and use your phone? Lucy snarled at the door and I inched backward, though something inside me seemed to be slowly pulling me back towards the door. It wasn't a physical pulling so much as a subconscious need to go back and let them in. I got to my room, covered up the window, unlocked the door, and sat there in the dim light of the nightlight. I heard her call me back to the door once more, and then quiet. I didn't go back to sleep that night, and I haven't slept right since. I know from reading about them that black-eyed children can't just come in without permission. I know they haven't hurt anyone, but I still fear I'll be an exception. When I told my husband, he said it was just a dream. He keeps telling me to forget about it, but there's a lingering feeling of sadness. There's dread when the house is silent at night. This fear of a knock at the door. This tells me otherwise. I was riding the bus back home after work. It was about 1am. I am a security guard and often work odd hours. So I'm sitting there and this guy gets on, sits across from me. He was wearing a suit, had a briefcase, regular looking guy in his 20s. What struck me about him at first was that he was chewing a cigar, not smoking it. You can't smoke on the bus. So I was just looking at him while he stared out of the window and chewed his cigar. And all of a sudden, he turned and looked at me. His eyes were pitch black, just as you described. My heart started beating like a madman, and I felt my gorge rising. I was starting to panic and had no idea why. I was just pants, shittingly terrified of this guy. Then he grinned at me, and his teeth were all covered in tobacco bits and brown juice. The cigar clamped between them. But instead I had the presence of mind to just get up and take the seat right behind the driver. I calmed down a bit after that, but I kept an eye on the guy. He ended up chatting with some girl that got on, and they were still talking when I got off. I later convinced myself that he was trolling me, having fun with a pair of contacts. But now I kind of wonder. This is so funny, I've never heard of black-eyed kids before my instant, so I come on here to post my story, 
and the first story I see is about black eyed kids. Kinda weird, right? Let me preface this by saying I'm by no means a writer, just a domestic engineer, living in North Texas. Also, I don't believe in the paranormal, ghosts, demons, aliens, or whatever. However, I did have an event happen to me this Halloween, I have to admit, has me scratched my head. This is my first post on Reddit, and sorry to say I'd never even heard about it until yesterday. I told my best friend about my instant, and she is an avid reader of No Sleep, and she told me if I didn't post it, she would. So here I am. Anyway, I hope you like. So it had been a slow trick-or-treat night in our neighbourhood that evening, which is pretty odd in itself. We usually have kids from different areas dropped off in ours and have constant parade at our door. That night, I'd say we had no more than 8 or 10 groups of kids come by the entire night. It was about 9.30pm and my husband and I were sitting in our family room watching some of those ghost shows based on supposedly actual events. Like I said, I don't believe in that stuff, but I do like a good story now and then, and it was Halloween after all. We hadn't had any activity at the door in over half an hour, and it was getting late, so we decided to turn the porch light off and let our dog Chloe out of our crate. Chloe is an American bulldog and is very docile. We only put her in the crate because we were afraid she'd try and get out to play with all the kids, and I didn't want to have to chase her after her down the street. Also, we didn't want her to scare any of the kids because she would look a little intimidating to the younger kids. So I turned the outside light off to let Chloe out and she followed me back to the couch and lay down at my feet. It was getting close to 10pm when my husband decided he'd had enough fun for the night and was going to go upstairs, take a shower and get ready for bed. After all, it was a Thursday and he started to get up early the next day. My teenager son was out with his friends at the local haunted house and wasn't expected back for another hour or so, so that left me alone on the couch with Chloe. Now, just because I don't believe doesn't mean those shows don't freak me out a bit, and being alone now watching I'd have to say was kind of on edge, as it were. It wasn't long after I heard the upstairs water for the shower turn on when there came a light, knock, 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 at the front door. My initial reaction was, what the hell, really? It's almost ten, just go home. But soon an uneasy feeling came over me. Why the knock? Our doorbell glows and in the dark and without the porch light it would be extra obvious to anyone there. I paused. I couldn't really just ignore it. Our front door has a big bevealed glass panel and anybody right at the door could see in enough to see someone was in the family room watching TV. It would be pretty rude for me just to sit there and not answer it. Knock, 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 again from the front door. I glanced down at Chloe and she was gone. My gaze followed her usual path to the front door, expecting her to be on her way there as she normally does. Nothing. She wasn't there. I stood up to look around the room better and found her, crouching by the back door like she was wanting out. However, she never asks to go out like that. She always comes and licks my hand, or puts her head on my knee. This was totally out of character for her, and I have to say heightened my anxiety. Chloe, great, I said. She just turned back to look at me like, hell no lady, I ain't moving. 
I yelled up to my husband, but if he was already in the shower, I knew there was no chance of him hearing me. Knock, 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 and cast just enough light on the door to where I could see the silhouettes of two small children through the glass. I instantly felt relief. It was just some kids, probably a couple of my neighbours on their way back home that wanted to stop by and show me their costume or something. I headed to the door and looked back to make sure Chloe wasn't going to follow. What a great watchdog, I thought to myself, as she just sat there. I turned on the porch light when I got to the door, and sure enough, I could see through the glass that it was a couple of pretty small kids. A little late for such young ones, I thought, and I began to wonder about what kind of parents would let their kids run the streets that late at night. I only opened the door enough to where I could block Chloe's escape if she decided to grow some balls, which was only about two feet away. What struck me immediately as odd was the kids weren't wearing any costumes. They were in normal street clothes, also no customary trick-or-treat either. I began to feel very uneasy again. It was a girl and a boy. The girl to my left was older, I'd say about 11 or 12. I could tell she was blonde, but I couldn't make out any distinct features as our lights are from high above and on columns at the front of the porch so most of the light was coming from behind them. I had not opened the door wide enough for any light from inside to hit them directly. The boy was younger and about a foot shorter, I'd say maybe eight or nine, and looked to have light brown hair. The girl very politely spoke up. Ma'am, can we please come inside and use your phone to call our mum? As she spoke, something in the pit of my stomach was telling me something was wrong. What kid, even at that age, doesn't have a cell phone of their own these days? I couldn't remember the last time I had anybody ask to use my home phone. Um, hun, don't you have a phone of your own you can call your mum on? I asked. This was when things got, um, weird. So both kids turned to look at one another like they were going to say something to one another. But neither ever spoke. They both turned back to me and the girl said, Ma'am, my cell phone battery doesn't have any charge left in it. Can we please come inside and call our mother? We're alone out here and my brother is scared. I have to admit, there were two competing feelings going on inside me. The first, that of a mother's heart that wanted to help these two small children get to their mum. The other, a sinking fear in my gut that was keeping the other feeling at bay. It was then that I noticed that during the short conversation, I had already opened the door a few extra inches, which I was completely unaware of doing. I stopped. Honey, why don't you give me your mother's number and I can call her myself? Another pause, and they again looked at one another. After a short moment, they turned back to me and the girl said, Ma'am, my little brother has to use your bathroom. Can we please come inside while you call our mum? And with that last statement, the little girl moved closer towards the door like she was going to just walk in on by me. As she did, she stepped into the light coming from inside the house, and I got my first real good look at her. Solid, jet black eyes. That's all I could see. That motherly instinct was gone and replaced by terror. I don't think I've ever felt in my life. I could feel every hair on my arm and back of my neck standing at attention. I closed the door to where just my face was able to stick out. The little girl stopped and again pleaded. Please ma'am, we're really scared alone out here. We have to come inside. Please help us. 
Then, like on cue, both kids began to whimper and cry. That's when the fear took over and I shut and locked the door. I'll call your mum if you give me the number I shouted through the door. But I'm not letting you in my house. I could still see them stand there on the porch, just staring at me through beveled glass pane. Part of me wanted to run upstairs to my husband, but the bigger part of me didn't want to lose track of where they were. That would have freaked me out even more, to not know where they were. After what seemed like forever, but probably only a few seconds, I decided I'd call my neighbour that lives across the street. As I made my way to the side table by our couch to my phone, I glanced at the back door. Chloe was nowhere to be found. We later found her in the guest room under the bed. When I got to my phone and started to look for his contact info, it was only then that the kids stepped away from the door and began to walk down the street. As they did, I walked to the door to get a better look to see where they went, still not calling my neighbour. If you get close enough to the glass you can see out enough to make out people's shapes, but you can't see much detail. Of course, standing that close to the door would make you pretty obvious to anyone outside looking in. From the door, I could see that the kids were still standing under the street lamp nearest my house, staring at me. As I lifted the phone to my ear after calling, only then did the kids start walking down our street. I met my neighbour out under the lamp once he was out there, but the kids were nowhere to be seen. Like I said, I don't believe in any of this stuff and I've never heard about black-eyed kids before talking to my friend. What I really think, well, what I have to think, is that these kids were just out yanking people's chains on Halloween night. But I will say this for them, they were good. Really good at it. They scared the crap out of me and my dog. This really freaked me out. Yesterday, I noticed my neighbour hadn't put out all of his Halloween decorations and lights. The past two years I've lived next to him, he's gone all out for Halloween. I don't know him well, he's younger, single, but I know he likes kids, but not in a creepy way. His brother and sister-in-law and their kids are always visiting him, and he plays with his three young nieces and nephews out in the yard. So anyway, I got home from work and was walking up my driveway and saw him outside and said something like, Hey man, you better get your Halloween stuff up or that house up the street is going to beat you for the best decorations. He kind of smiles sheepishly and says that he's actually going to keep his house dark this year and just put candy out. I asked if he was going out of town but he said no. Something happened last year that really scared him. Now I was concerned for my own safety if some weirdos were coming around our neighbourhood, which is a pretty safe neighbourhood with tons of young families living here. So I asked him what happened. He said last year he had... He said last year he had his brother's family over so they could trick or treat in the neighbourhood since they live in an apartment complex that doesn't do much for Halloween. He had a bunch of kids come to the door like always. His family took off around 1030 and there were only a few older trick-or-treaters. But by 11.30, they were pretty much done. So he was inside watching TV, and the doorbell rings. He grabs the candy bowl and heads over, noticing that it's a little past midnight, and that's pretty rude for trick-or-treaters still be out. But then noticed he hadn't turned off all his decoration lights yet, 
so his house is still a beacon. He swings the door open and is about to yell boo or something to freak them out, but stops dead when he sees the kids at the door. He said one was probably around 13 or 14 and the other around 16 or 17, both male. They weren't dressed up, but he remembers the older one was wearing a flannel checkered shirt. He was immediately overcome with uneasiness, like opening the door was a huge mistake. They just stared at him and he noticed they had really big irises and dilated pupils. He couldn't even see the whites of their eyes, so he figured they were on. So he figured they were contact lenses. He was frozen there holding the candy bowl, like he couldn't slam the door in their face as much as he wanted to. So he nervously tried to smile at them, hoping they would break character and ask for candy or something. The younger one said that he had gotten lost and needed to come in and use his phone. That was when he closed the door more than halfway on them and said, no sorry. And the older one said something like, can we just come in your house until our parents come and get us? But by then he was convinced that his life was in danger and these kids must be high on something were intending to rob him and he just kept mumbling, no sorry good night, as he inched the door closed and locked it. He told me he was so scared at that point that they were going to try and break in through one of his windows or something, but he looked through the peephole and they had turned to leave. He watched TV with the volume really low so he could hear any sounds at all and he said he stayed up till about 5am because he was too scared to go to bed and drop his guard. The whole time he's telling me this, I'm thinking, oh my god, this sounds so familiar, just like the Black Eyed Kids urban legend. Then I thought, hey, maybe this dude is trying to scare me because after all, he does have the Halloween spirit. So I'm looking at him, incredulously, but try not to seem too gullible. So I'm like, man, that is really crazy, sounds like the Black Eyed Kids. He just looks at me blankly. The what? Is that a movie or something? And I said no, but told him to go look it up online. Like an hour later I get a knock on my door, and immediately almost jump out of my skin thinking it's a demon child. It was my neighbour and his eyes were freaking huge. He swears to me up and down that he had never heard of black eyed kids before, and it's so similar to what happened to him. So we talked a while longer and I told him that quite a few people probably know about that turban legend and it's possible it was just teenagers with black contacts trying to freak people out on Halloween, which would be genius by the way. But he said the fear he felt was so primal and came over him the second he opened the door for them. The incident took place about 13 years ago. I had just moved to a new city with my wife. We were small town newlyweds from the Midwest. We moved cross country to one of the biggest cities in the Southwest so I could attend graduate school. Being naive and new to city living, I habitually answered the door without a second thought, but never again after this. The first thing that should have tipped me off was the peculiarity of the situation was the fact that someone was knocking at 6 in the morning. The second thing that should have dawned on me is that this kid had to reach over a rather tall patio gate and latch and open it. The knock at the door was startling. My wife and I were getting ready for work, a pretty normal routine. The moment I opened the door, I was overtaken with an inexplicable sense of fear. To this day I can picture him. Teenager, average height, average build, 
knee-length black leather coat, short black hair and sunglasses. The sunglasses at 6am struck me as odd and even more odd he was eating an apple. He was very polite and asked if he could come in and warm up. I said no and closed the door and slid the security chain into place. A moment later, there was another knock. I opened the now chain door and before I could speak he asked again if he could come in and warm up. No, I replied and attempted to close the door. Before the door could shut, he put his hand out stopping the door on its hinges. He looked directly into my eyes, still wearing his sunglasses and said, Can I at least get some ketchup for my apple? Fuck that, I replied, albeit a little confused. Get the hell out of here, my wife is calling the police. He takes a moment to let the information sink in. Lords his glasses, revealing eyes as black as obsidian and says, No, you won't be calling anybody. At that moment, I force the door closed, lock it and call it to my wife. She is terrified hiding in the bedroom, all jacked up on adrenaline. I rip the curtains back to look out the window next to the door. He's gone. Absolutely no trace of him. I go out onto the patio and check the gate. It's still latched from the inside. That was messed up, I think to myself as I turn to enter the house. I noticed half an eaten apple lying on the ground. Thank you all for listening. I apologise if it sounded off with me being not well. So as always, thanks for taking the time to watch this far and I'll see you all in the next one. Thank you. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.